I apologize for the opening, which is going to seem kind of clickbaity, but I promise you it's not. Just give me a listen and you'll see where I'm going with this. As far as what's been happening recently with this Kyle Rittenhouse case and other issues recently, one thing I've noticed is that people have a hard time taking a step back and examining the facts because there are almost always facts. There are almost always reasons that something happened, why they incurred, and what we can tell from those things. But unfortunately, when I get on social media, all I see is people posting just straight up emotion. Even the people that I agree with, which are, I'm not going to hide how I feel, that the young man should be prosecuted to some extent. Even those people that I agree with they're not posting any facts oftentimes. No one's bringing evidence to the conversation. And this is a greater problem than just simply the kid named Kyle Rittenhouse. Excuse me, the young man. This is a greater problem than that. This is a problem about how we as people handle everything. Everyone is so quick to speak their mind without looking up evidence, without finding out why. You can be the most correct person in the room but if you cannot support your case, there's always going to be someone around trying to tear it down regardless of how right you are. I remember a while back, I used to watch a lot of cases with like Ben Shapiro going to college campuses back in my edgy phase when I thought the right wing was the right way to be. And one of the things I noted is that he never debated academics and educated individuals he always looked for the person that looked the most unprepared so many professors right beside him so many doctoral graduates so many great minds in the room and yet he would never have a discussion with them there's even a famous one where one of them attempted to create the discourse and discussion and he refused to participate saying that it was on unfair grounds and it's just things like that that made me realize it's not about right or wrong right because there is a right or wrong, and that is important. But it's about being able to prove you're right or prove you're wrong. Because even if you're right every day of the week, if someone's there every day of the week to tear down what you say, you're never going to sound right. To the uneducated person, to the person who's not well-spoken in that topic, if they're just listening to you and someone else talk about a topic, the one that shreds what you're saying is going to win every time. You could literally have a master class education in femin uh, feminism, racial, uh, sociology, psychology, legal things. You could have a literal doctoral degree in a topic. But if you do not appeal to the need to sound credible, people are going to listen to the person that's speaking louder and speaking more critical. And it's a tactic you see a lot. When you see people who come on Joe Rogan's podcast, when you see people like Ben Shapiro and other pundits of that nature, half the time what they're saying is not true. And I don't mean like my opinion. I mean, go Google word for word the words that are coming out of their mouth. And half the time the statistics are false. The numbers are wrong or misconstrued or not accurate, but it doesn't matter because they talk with such gumption and bravado that people are quick to believe them and the only way to counteract that kind of charm that attempt at betraying yourself is to have the right information to be able to break down exactly how it's wrong to be able to cite it on the spot because people are going to listen to that i'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say people aren't still going to hear what they want to hear because yes that is absolutely the case 
but you have to give yourself a fighting chance. When you come in without the right information, when you come in with ignorance on the topic, even if you're on the right side, you don't give yourself a fighting chance because all it takes is one point that's untrue, one false fact to tear down your whole argument. I'm gonna give you an example since we're now shifting to making the podcast just overtly, you know, political, and we're gonna talk and we're gonna actually have conversation because I was I never intended for it to be like central, but you know it may it might come off like that. And I don't mean central as in left and right because though that's not a conversation I want to have. Left and right to me are archaic ideas. I'm not afraid of talking about it, but I believe keeping our ideas within the mind frame of left and right is holding us back. But if we're going to sit here and talk and actually be political about something, there's something you hear all the time on the internet. If you've ever been on the internet for a long time, you'll see a lot of racist people, usually white folk, say 1356. It's a really quoted statistic. And it, and it means 13% of the black population commits 56% of the crime. And it gets said all the time. And the crazy thing is, one Google check will tell you that's not true. First off, the black population is more than 13%. It was even then. But the crime rate is actually a really interesting thing. If you look at the crime, uh, when you look at that crime statistic on the FBI's website, 2019 is their most update census. And the 13, uh, it's not 56, 1352, I think it is. It's saying 13% of the population is black and they commit 52%. What's interesting about that fact, 1352, is that it's directly relating to murder, except every time I see it, it's always proposed to be all crime. But according to 2019 FBI statistics, in 2019, there were 6.816 million crimes committed in 2019. So 6,816,975. Of the perpetrators of these crimes, 4.729,000, so 4,729,290 were committed by white folks. 1,815,144 were committed by black folks, and so on and so on. It goes down as you reach other ethnicities. Um, what's interesting, right, is that it would be true if they were saying that the black population commits the most amount of murders. Now, this ignores the context of exoneration. This ignores the context of false identification. Two things that we've been able to prove statistically do happen. But even within the context being ignored, it's interesting to me that people love to say 1352, but no one seems to say that the population, which white, makes up, you know, somewhere between 50 to 70% of the population. I don't have the exact number right now off the top of the head because no one really makes racist statistics about white people left and right. But of that population, no one seems to want to point out that they perpetrate 70% of all the crime. And while yes, murder is bad, that means rape, robbery, aggravated assault, burglary, larcenary theft, motor vehicle theft, arson, violent crimes in general, no one seems to ever want to talk about that. Statistically speaking, if someone is going to commit a crime against you in this country, they are most likely to be white. And even amongst the violent crimes, they're most likely to be white. Specifically, 
black Americans are charged with murder. And specifically that murder is majorly against their own kind, not against white people. But yet white crimes are against every other ethnicity, statistically. That's going off the urc.fbi.gov crime chart of 2019, arrests by race and ethnicity. And that's another thing. The charge is arrest. It's based on charge, not actual verdict. A lot of these people are not charged. The majority might not even be charged. This is solely arrest. This isn't even a basis by which you could form an argument for how many people commit crime. It's a basis by which you could form an argument of how many people are arrested and accused of that crime. And we all know black people are exonerated in mass thanks to social media. So even though they were arrested for murder, does not mean they committed murder. But it's interesting because if you don't have all that information off the top of your head and someone says to you, so why do black people commit 13 of 52% of the crime while being 13% of the population? You're unprepared. And even though you're right in saying, I don't think that's true, you don't have the answer to prove it. And this Kyle Rittenhouse situation is a prime example of that. I'm seeing so many people with good points, but no evidence. I'm seeing so many people with bad points and fake evidence. And it's not helping anybody. At the end of the day, public opinion is probably not going to matter in this court case, especially with all the things that are going in inside of it. But you'd have to research to know what I'm talking about. At the end of the day, though, what is important is being educated yourself because you get to pick a side. In everything you do, you get to pick a side. I think it's almost impossible to be in the middle of anything if you're educated. I do. I genuinely do. That is a conviction I hold. And I, if you will, if you want to debate me on it, feel free. I'll talk to anybody about it. Um, but in my opinion, it is impossible to pick a side and actually um, decide that your side is the middle if you've researched the topic. Because when you research the topic, so many facts come out, so much evidence comes out. It, be, it becomes so, it becomes so hard to say, oh yeah, both sides have a point. There's almost always an aggressor. Wars have an aggressor. Crime has an aggressor. Scandal has an aggressor. Drama has an aggressor. Both sides are very rarely equally wrong, but that's the problem. People are so caught in the matrix or so caught in not doing research and just talking that we come down to the middle a lot. We get stuck in the middle and we're unable to have a point. We're unable to have a conversation. We're unable to have a discussion about what actually happened. And that's what I'm trying to help us work on. Because like I just gave you, you can go Google right now. If you want to see those fact checks, you can go Google FBI crime statistics, arrest table 43 by race and ethnicity 2019. And you can go look up all that information I just gave you. And you'll always be able to pull that out. Whenever somebody goes to tell you, oh, no, 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 no. So why do y'all, you'll have that as an answer. You'll be able to say, you gotta be able to arm yourself with education. You gotta be able to arm yourself with fact because if you don't, people are gonna take advantage of it every single time. Let's be honest, people. We know how this works. People are not here to be your friend half the time. People are not here to be in your corner or to make you see down the middle. People want you to see their side. And half of these people who want you to see their side, they're batting against you. 
They're using nefarious tactics, malicious intent. They're using lies, false statements, and out of context numbers. 1352 is a great example of an out of context number. 1352, that is a legend. And as those statistics show you, that's not true. There are so many things people say on social media every single day that are just absolute capola, just straight falsities. And it's something we're all guilty of. I've definitely done it. I don't do it anymore because I've ingrained it in myself. I've hammered it in myself to go to Google, go find Google. You know how people say when you get mad, count to 10? I tell people, if you have something to say, go Google real quick. <laughs> go Google for 10 seconds and then come back. We have to, as people, just stop talking like we know everything. You gotta let that ego die because at the end of the day, we don't know everything. There's not a person on this planet that does, but you know, you might say, well, I'm not trying to sound like I know everything. But the moment you step up and speak on a topic with no information, you are. Because you'd have to be psychic to be able to have all this information without ever looking it up. There's no way. It didn't just randomly pop up in front of you. Something occurred, something happened that led to you believing what you believe. Now, it's your job to go out there and look it up and see if it's true or not. It's your job to go out there looking up and fact check it. It's your job to go out there and make sure that you're not out here spitting out more vile rhetoric. But that's what people don't do. People do not go out there and do that research. And that's what we need to get in the habit of doing. A lot of people I am friends with are college students. I know you know how to research, so go do it. Most of you do, I'll give you credit. You're not the problem children. But for the people who are not in college, who haven't learned to research, you can't keep using it as an excuse. You're gonna have to go find, figure it out. There's too, we live in a day and age where you can go Google everything. The greatest library is in your hand. I know that sounds corny, but it's true. There's not a single thing you can't go learn on Google right now. And a lot of it for free. And you're telling me you're out here talking out your ass? Come on, we gotta do better. This Kyle Rittenhouse is a perfect example of that. All this talking, and even the people I agree with, I still see them talking out their ass. And the people I don't agree with, I see them talking out their ass. Notice, I'm not saying I'm in the middle. Because all that centrist-minded thing, I don't really vibe to this idea that there's two sides to the story. But I do vibe to the idea of listening to both sides. But even when you listen to both sides, you're going to come out with someone who you side with more. Nine times out of ten. You can't sit there and hear some graphic story about someone beating someone and go, oh, you know, what? I get why they beat you. You know, I'd beat you, too. You know, that, like that's how bad it looks when I hear someone try to be a centrist in like the most crazy topics. I'm like, no, no, there's a side here. Just you're not comfortable picking. And that's OK. But they're definitely almost always a side. And the best way to figure that out is to use your education and apply yourself as an intellectual, an academic, a researcher, a learner, open your mind and be willing to have that conversation because until you step back and unlearn the biases that are in our hearts, we're not gonna be able to go forward. You can't. If every day you're approaching the day like it's doom and gloom simply because this is how you feel, then every day is gonna be doom and gloom because this is how you feel. There's a moment where you can go on Google and find out, oh, this is why I have a headache. This is why my ankle hurts. This is why I feel the way I do. There are so many things you can go look up and research and fix overnight. And the question is, do you want to solve the problem or do you want to be stuck in it?
that's my question to you. Do you want to solve the problem or do you want to be stuck in it? I'm going to leave you with that as my question. And you're going to give me your answer when you hear this. You know, like I said, message me, DM me, email me, call me, whatever you got to do, wherever you saw this. Answer that question. I really want to hear it. Do you want to solve the problem or do you want to be stuck in it? Like y'all know, this is David Brad at the You Are The Main Character podcast. I hope y'all have a beautiful time. I know Thanksgiving's coming up. Holiday's crazy. Listen, for all the people out there who are working out and trying to stay in shape, I feel you. It's a hard time. I'm going to give you a quick piece of advice. Um, Cardio's going to save you right now. You don't got to run, but at least walk. I prefer running. It speeds it up for me, but at least walk one or two miles a day. It's going to save you a lot. Um, it's not going to completely stave off because let's be honest, when your aunt and grandma get to whipping it up, when your mom, your dad, whoever cooking in there, your family, yourself, whoever cooking in there to start slaving over the stove, it, you hitting 3,000 calories maybe. You know what I mean? It's so easy to watch it creep up. I just say don't stress about it. No, focus on you. Know when there's a time to stop. Know when there's your limits, okay? And just have fun though. Don't let yourself be held back by concerns and worries you know manage it you know find balance don't let yourself not have any fun and things even just because you're worried about your goals and your fitness you know find that balance but anyways i got work to do i got things to get into i love y'all i really do and i appreciate y'all for listening you know what i mean i love to see the numbers um please share i'm not trying to i'm not trying to be out here selling myself but please share because i do really need this to reach everyone's ears i don't get paid for this I just want to make conversation. So y'all be blessed. Y'all have a beautiful time.